Hello, and welcome back to the Gorporium. We've been waiting for you, specifically. The gremlins seem especially excited to see you. Oh, don't be rude. Give them a treat. There's a couple of jars by the door, some very tasty snacks in them. Choose wisely. There's a range of options, including, but not limited to, snail shells, dead man's fingers, and crocodile nipples. Ah, good choice. They love mealworms. Well, you've won over my beloved gremlins, so I guess I'll give you my name as a reward. It's Fox. And I'm still Bella. And we're just two gore whores who were once a famous contortionist act and now sleep in hat boxes at night. Hmm, cozy. And I'm looking for a segue, but I can't find one, so I'll ask this instead. Bella, what animal does Herbie Gremlin most resemble? A, a wolf? And what does Gizmo Gremlin look like he wants to do? Cry. And what does that make? Wol- wolf cry? Close enough. Cry Wolf, a cheesy slasher movie from 2005 and our movie of the week. Ah, I hope you like spoilers. And John Bon Jovi. <laughs> you do? you'd get on with my mum and everyone's mum <laughs> now let's begin so what you been up to Oh, I just want to be oh, not a bunch. I'll preface this episode with I think we're both very sleepy, so it's going to be a nice <laughs> sleepy, a sleepy time episode. Well, I'm coming around now because I've had a nap and I actually think that I'm actually quite energised. Oh, uh, well, that's um, nice. I'm not. If, if delirious, which is what naps tend to do oh. to me, where... Okay, I'm no longer exhausted. However, I don't know what time it is or what's going on anymore. So I feel a little peculiar. Mm. But the nap has brought me back to life to a degree. Yeah. I cannot say the same. I'm very sleepy. But what I have (laughs) been up to is I went out with my friend yesterday into the lovely city of Hereford. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a couple of different things that happened upon that day. We met a man who told us about catching a seagull out of the air with his bare hands. Uh-huh. I met another man who was very nice and I was I did a bit of street street work. I d- that makes me sound like I was um, <laughs> doing sex work. I mean, turning um, tricks out in Hereford. Yeah. No, I mean I was uh our street team and I was uh, I found someone who really liked horror movies and I was like listen to my podcast which is embarrassing but I do it anyways <laughs> and so there you go that's that's for us Tom if you're listening shout out wonderful <laughs> um, because also he was like oh guess what I'm one of only four people in the UK who has human chimera ism oh um, and so he, Fascinating. F- he formed with his twin in the womb, right? Yeah. Absorbed it, rather. And so he <laughs> has four adrenal glands, two livers, two bladders, extra teeth, and he also has a tooth sticking in his arm. 
and a kneecap in his arm as well. What a what a f- what a man! What a man! Truly, will outlive us all. With it was all fucking their great. I had a lovely time. I know. Um, we had a lovely time. That's he amazing. Let me, he let me feel the tooth that's trapped in his arm. So is it like under skin? Under skin, yeah. He said also when he was younger, um, he had to have a tooth removed from his spine that had all these nerve endings still stuck to it and he has it in a jar. That is the sickest thing I've ever heard I know, heard that's what I said to him. I was like, life. please don't be offended, but I think that that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. And I think that like <laughs> you're like a living like body horror person. Literally. It's so sick. Um, and he was also telling me about the other person who has, one of the other people who has human chimera ism i don't know what the correct term is there um Mm -hmm. and he has two working penises not (gasps) the guy i met yesterday oh my (laughs) god they both work (laughs) yeah man because you'd think one would just be like a little dangler yeah nothing much to it but apparently this is the coolest thing i've ever heard in my life it's quite it's fascinating i'm i'm like obsessed i think it was really cool shout out what a cool person love that how fascinating yes that was, well, so that was very cool um yeah yeah so made some new friends yesterday which was very nice love that and then i got on the train home um and keep in mind i'm 21 years old so don't worry this isn't like the most this isn't like super creepy <laughs> it's just funny okay. more so than anything i got on the train and i was happily on the train and a group of teenaged boys got and sat on the train next to me and i was just trying to listen to my music and like i don't know get to my destination and i could see one peeping at me out the corner of my eye and i was like what fuck's going on and i turned to look at him and he was just holding his phone out in front of me with the snapchat search bar he was like could i do snapchat (laughs) and i was like i was like how old are you and he was like i'm 18 (laughs) And I was like, oh. I was That's like, oh, so funny. God. Um, but look, I didn't want to embarrass him in front of his little teenage friends. Yeah. Who then had an argument about who was the oldest. So I did give him my Snapchat, but um, proceeded to never reply. Fair enough. I was like, I'm too old for you. And he was like, age is just a number, baby. I'm mature. Oh my God. And I was like, I don't fucking think so, mate. <laughs> Um, no offence, because obviously you do have Snapchat. Um, yes. So, so I, I mean this in the nicest way possible, but how mature can you be if you are a regular Snapchat user that uses it to pick up To pick up people. people. Yeah. yeah. If you use Snapchat as like a flirtation technique, I am it concerned about your maturity levels, or at least the intensity of your cishet identity (laughs) yeah i think that was mostly it but um i his friends were like wow is it just that easy to get a girl's snapchat and all so hopefully that boosted his like confidence slightly um but (laughs) i have absolutely zero interest in talking to teenagers ever again frankly that's because it was horrible very funny (laughs) well there you go lovely uh but that was my day yesterday nice sounds lovely it kind of was it was and then the the weird teenage boys sort of put a damper on things but it was quite funny then i went (laughs) to sleep um well i can give you a rundown of what i did today 
Please do. And it starts off with a little bit of a rant. Oh, okay. So I updated my MacBook. Oh. To, to Big yeah. Sur, which for I one, wish yeah, the don't. name is funny. The Big big Sur is funny. I mean, I know it's spelled, is it S-U-R? Yes. I just think, it, but just to say it, so we, it's funny. We, we've encountered a problem. Yeah. This MacBook Air has 128 gigabytes of storage supposedly but when you actually look it's 120 and currently after installing a previous little update in order to then get big sir my system is now taking up 64 gigabytes of said storage so more than half of my macbook air is just taken up with being a macbook air yeah it does that every time i had a i had a mac that i got given very kindly um for free because it's quite it was like an old one that's Um, the same story for this one this is a new one but it was still a gift and it is my only laptop slash computer yeah um and i was was given it very kindly um and it worked very well except for the fact that it was on I hadn't updated it or anything because I knew it would fuck it up. But system, I'm not kidding. It had, again, about 100, I don't know, maybe it was quite a big 500 gigabytes, maybe, half a half mm-hmm. a terabyte. I'm not kidding. 496 of those gigabytes were taken up by system. <laughs> and I was like, well, what's well, this then? What, what do I do with this? It, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't install any applications. Yeah. I had to I had to run every application through an external hard drive. Yeah. And I couldn't like you can't go in and try and like clear out the system because you not you can't access the system block. No, no. It, there's no way to go through and clear it out or anything. It's just it's literally just that um planned obsolescence thing. It's so fucking annoying. Yeah. Um so with this, I've got 30 gigs worth of applications. Sure, fine, a normal amount for someone who uses a computer a lot. I would say a good 20 of that belongs to The Sims 4, which I'm now going to have to likely say au revoir to until I can get uh, a better computer, really. So yeah, so I've got 30 gigs of applications. I'm totally out of storage. And then I go to put on Big Sur, and Big Sur says it's going to take 25 gigabytes of storage so that's the rest of my stuff just gone so if i get big sir i won't have anything else on this mac so now i can't up so i just won't update it and i'm just gonna have to buy something new but that's insane that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard and this is not an this is not an old macbook air it is maybe like two years old i hate apple Fuck i hate you, apple. apple i hate apple everyone chant with me i hate apple when i say hate you say <laughs> apple hate hate oh no <laughs> <laughs> i told you i was imbecile <laughs> i told you i was disorientated <laughs> oh my god okay so that's my complaint of the day. A complaints corner. Yeah, okay. Continue um, with the rest of I, your I also discovered a, f- a fun fact today. Oh, good. So you know Noz balloons? Yeah, classic. And all you fellow scumbags out there will know what 
I'm on I've about. never done one, mate. I think it would. It's not very good. I think it kill just, me off. <laughs> just kills your brain cells and makes you yeah. a bit loosey goosey. <laughs> I'm like quite happy to just like hang upside down for a minute off the end of my bed and then sit up really fast, and it achieves probably the same effect. Yeah, it's about the same thing. Um, <laughs> nonetheless, Nos balloons. If you don't know, it's uh, God. What is it? I was going to say it's, noxious oxide, but I don't think that is. It's, is it? Is it not nitrous oxide? That's it. Noxious. Fucking noxious <laughs> oxide. That's just really smelly oxygen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, and it just makes Poop you. Put these little canisters into a balloon and they inhale them. They're very popular at parties and nightclubs when I was a teenager. And Bristol. And Bristol as a whole. <laughs> so in Australia, I'd kind of forgotten about these, honestly. And then I saw a meme on an Australian like satire thing on sure. Instagram. And I saw the little canister in the balloon. And I was like, oh, it's a bit of noz. Oh, and they the call it. They call it Nang over here. N A N G. Nang. And I was like, what the fuck is Nang? So, why would. How has this come about? Because, like, I get Nos because it's sort of an abbreviation of. Well, yeah, it is. It's like, yeah. Well, roughly, anyway. It sounds similar. Nang, though. I mean, it's sort of like goon. Do they say Nang Balloon? Or is it just the whole process is just called Nang? To Nang as a verb. (laughs) Can I have a Nang? And that means the balloon? Can I do a Nang? I need to know what the correct usage is. Um, But I don't know if I love it. But I I do find it very funny. It is funny. I mean, I have to say, Australians' phrases for things are hilarious. Like, I just can't get over Brumby horses, which are the wild (laughs) horses that reside in Australia. A Brumby horse. Come on now. (laughs) Goonsack has to be the funniest. What's What's a goonsack? You know boxed wine yes and how it has a bag of wine inside yes bagged wine that's one so bagged wine is a goon sack so goon (laughs) is the wine no it's not why do they have have to come up with a a separate phrase i don't know like is boxed wine not good enough for you (laughs) as a concept (laughs) god only knows also, another fun fact for you about Australia, and I thought Please. to write this down today because it a storm, a storm begun. Sure. And all the kookaburras start kicking off as soon as it like seems like a storm is going to happen. So I oh. was like to Brendan, "Oh, the sky looks a bit grey, bit murky." Yeah. Do you think it's going to be a storm, like a proper storm? And he was like, yeah, maybe. And then all the kookaburras just all started to laugh all at once. Oh, terrifying. And then you just go, oh, yeah, it's going to be a storm. Which I've gotten used to this now, but I sort of stepped outside of myself today and was just like, God, that's really scary. <laughs> to be they fair, all just start to cackle and laugh. That, to I be would like, be so Here scared. comes a storm. <laughs> How do they know? How do you think know. they know? But that's how everyone like gauges the weather over here. Is like, <laughs> of well, course. if the kookaburra laughs, here oh it comes. Oh my god, that's insane! What's going on over there? What's happening? 
It's a godless country. The UK, the most you'll get is like a cow laying down and everyone's like, right, it's about to rain. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Do you have any recommendations for this um, week before we get more off track of where yeah, we're supposed to go? Um, okay, I'm going to try to not let this go on the tangent. Um, actually, I don't okay. think it will. I'm sure it'll be fine. I bought a book <laughs> recently. Um, mm-hmm. This is not horror at all, but it is funny. So that's good. <laughs> you know, the actor Brian Blessed. I am aware. The man who will never die. The man who will never die. Um, I bought his book because he has a menagerie of about a thousand animals. And I can't figure out what that means. Um, but he wrote a book about it all his animals he means, all his a thousand animals surely he means long late because that's why when you go to long late there's posters of his face everywhere is there yes oh i thought you when just you... meant on his personal property it could be that too but when you enter long late safari park there's like banners of brian blessed, of brian blessed. oh okay um you know that's very that's very plausible <laughs> That is very plausible, but I also he does have a lot of animals in his specific household. So I bought his book called "The Panther in My Kitchen: My Wildlife with Animals" (laughs) because I was deeply intrigued by his lifestyle, Uh, and I love animals. I'm envious. I've I've started reading it, and it's fucking hilarious because of course (laughs) it is because it's Brian Blessed. Yeah, that tracks. I'm sort of, he starts at his childhood and how he started sort of becoming obsessed with animals. Um, and I'm at the point where he's talking about like his, his childhood in Yorkshire and this cat that he befriended named Tibby, who used to go and like fight all the local boys together <laughs> who were like causing chaos in the streets. They'd be like, right, we're going to go sort <laughs> out the boys. And he, they would fucking take no shit, him and Tibby the cat. That's so funny. These boys were terrified of him. And also, <laughs> he was telling a story about um, every day, every couple of days when the doctor, the like town doctor, would come down his street. He would wave the car over, this was about age seven, and be like, hello, Mr. Mr. Doctor, are you helping someone give birth to a baby today? And he'd be like, yes, young Brian, I am. And he'd be like... Can I come with you? And so Brian Blessed would just fucking, like, ro- as a seven-year-old, just rock up to all these, like, births. And these women would be like, get this local ragamuffin out of my house. <laughs> wow. What and a then, life those older than us have lived. You know, before know. everyone was like, you can't go out on your own anymore and just, like, hang about. You've no. got to, like, be supervised. Yeah. You can't just be cycling all over town, begging people for sweeties and whatever. <laughs> and that's what Children he was up Children growing to. up in, like, the 50s, 60s and 70s were I think he grew up, up in the fucking 40s, mate. He was born in, like, 38, Jesus. I think. Um, <laughs> Never mind that. Yeah. Even more so. <laughs> I know, it's insane. Um, and he... Yeah, this led up to eventually when he was in his late 20s helping a woman give birth on Hampstead Heath. Oh my god. <laughs> Can you imagine Brian Blessed delivering <laughs> you as a baby? It'd be amazing. What I would way tell to come everyone into the world. that story all of the time. It's so funny. Uh, I blow a kiss to the wind and hope it gets to Brian Blessed. <laughs> 
Amazing. <laughs> right. Do you have any? Do you have any recommendations? Um, I do. Not many, but yeah, right. I've got a few. I've started playing Monster Prom. It's so fun. I I purchased Monster Prom XXL on oh, the Switch. Can we play it? Oh wait, you yes. got it on the Switch. That means we can't play it. Well, you Unless should I just get it, it on the Switch because it's like three quid right now on the Switch. Oh, shit. So okay. For XXL and like you might as well and then we can play online multiplayer together. Oh, lovely. See, I was going to get it on Steam, but guess yeah. what? what? Fucking Big Sir. What I've already ah. been talking about. I didn't have any goddamn room for a one gigabyte Bitch. game. So when I Switch say hey, was. you say Apple. <laughs> Eight. Apple. Yeah. I did it this time. <laughs> but yeah, Monster Prom is amazing. I love it. I love the character designs. I love how unabashedly gay it is. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just really it's fun. It's so good. But yeah, if you want to play something a bit spooky, but a bit naughty, uh, I recommend Monster Prom. And or Monster Camp. Or Monster Camp, which is the sequel. Yeah. Or Monster Prom XXL, which has other fun stuff, I think. I'm not really sure what the difference between them all is, but... Yeah. But yes, very fun. Yeah, I've got... I'll relay some movies to you. I'm not going to go into them that much, but we watched Fear Street. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought that it was flawed but extremely fun and i'm really looking forward to the the second one that is in the 70s i think that that one's going to be right up my alley so i'm excited for that but it was it was good it was like a really fun modern slasher and then we watched uh censor as well which is about the video nasty era in early 80s britain under thatcher fuck thatcher fuck thatcher (laughs) <laughs> and it was really good, especially for the first like fifty minutes, and then it yeah. kind of lost me in the last like half an hour. But you'll have fun if you watch it. It's a, it's a good time. I thought it was cool and stylish. Yes, it's one of those sort of horrors that people refer to as like elevated horror. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, like yeah. The A twenty four ones which are a bit bit brooding and serious and psychological (laughs) (laughs) and then we've got peeping tom from 1960 which a lot of people regard as the first ever slasher movie indeed 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 lovely yeah it's sort of the british equivalent to psycho which came out the same year and I loved it. I think I even liked it better than Psycho. So oh. there. <laughs> so I, there. So I really recommend that. Basically, I don't want to give amazing. too much away about it, but I thought that it was amazing, and it's really sad because it absolutely ruined the career of pretty much everybody involved in it because it was so shocking in Britain at the time. As a first horror movie or I think first British film ever to feature, like, full-on f- female nudity. Oh. So, yeah, people were Cheeky. outraged, but it was very good. <laughs> I need to watch it. Sounds good. All right. 
Curses right. and nurses. Curses and nurses. <laughs> let's do it. All right. Well, let's flip a coin I've got for a coin curses. And for those, well, in case our guest doesn't remember what curses and hearses is, yeah. it's where we just keep you caught up in the goings on of the shop. So we cover a cursed object. One of us will cover a cursed object that has come into the shop recently. And the other of us will discuss a ghost or otherwise undead creature that we have seen in the shop recently. Good. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, so... And now... we flip for curses. Yes, and I'm heads as curses. usual. Your heads as usual. Let's go. That was not a flip. <laughs> I'm just throwing it. Like, it's not even flipping in the air. I'm just throwing it. It's staying flat. Okay, I did it. Heads. Okay. So I'm doing curses. Indeed you are, which is good, because I haven't done... I haven't talked about ghosts for a while. Right. All right. Wonderful. What have you recently acquired for the shop? Specifically cursed. (laughs) Let's go. I have acquired a TV that is one of them old TVs that's sort of thick, you know, goes back a ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. big old box TV. So not too ancient, but... Certainly, uh, something of the 90s. Okay, sure, like our old TV that we had. Yeah, late 90s, early 2000s sort of box TV. Sure. And it is one of the ones with a VHS slot already built into it, so it's a bit swanky. And it comes with a remote. Now, the remote has lots of buttons. It looks like a normal remote. As remotes do. Except there's nothing on any of the buttons they're just a series of different colored buttons so you don't really know what you're doing with it frankly and the vhs thing doesn't work and there's no screen and there's just like a bunch of like plant life and mold and shit moss growing within the the interior of it okay uh, so I just, I, it wasn't plugged into anything, but I was like, what happens if I press a button? So I pressed a button. Oh, that's dangerous. And a little horse appeared. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. And then I pressed another button. You got my attention. And uh, in the little, inside the little box, it turned to daytime. Like there was suddenly a blue sky and a little sun. And oh. then there was. I pressed another button, and there was grass. And then I pressed another one, and there was more horses. And Lovely. it had like created a tiny, like three-dimensional ecosystem within this television oh. that you could actually reach into. You couldn't touch any of it; like your hand went through it, but it was an actual little world in there. Oh. And the problem is, though. That you want to press more buttons. Yeah. And I did. Oh. And unfortunately, a large bear appeared. No. And it, he did do some horse killing. No. And then I pressed another button and it was it had jumped to winter and there was no longer any food for the bear and then the bear died. So now oh. currently, 
in the little TV box, there's just some horse skeletons and a bear skeleton and a bunch of dead grass. So it's cursed because you're like, oh, this is really cool. But then you're God and you're responsible for these TV creatures. And you don't know what you're doing because none of the buttons have any instructions. So Well, um, we'll have to do some experimenting and we'll label the buttons. I can't believe you'd build me up like that just to break me down with the horses in respect <laughs> to the so horses. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> but what you've done there, essentially, is make a Tamagotchi. <laughs> yeah, that's like basically what it is. Is it's a Tamagotchi that's just super realistic. Really? That sounds actually sick. I actually just want to keep that, but we'll see and if I someone think comes in. The the person who gave it to me just didn't want it purely because... It was emotionally hurting them. <laughs> well, I feel very much the same way about Tamagotchis. Wrong. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Tamagotchis can bite the dust too. So yeah, honestly. You know. Yeah. How much did you pay for it? Oh, this one was quite expensive. What were we saying? I didn't want to pay this much for it because I didn't know that that's what it was going to do until after the person had left. Oh, sure. But they really. They really haggled with me on it, and yeah. I gave them £240 for it. I, I'd i say that's quite reasonable. I don't know if it is, because to, to my knowledge, before that happened, to me it was just a really busted up old TV. Yeah, which so is what you've done... Nothing. I've been right in the long run, but was vastly but wrong, like, initially. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it's conveniently well, worked out for me. Well, I'm happy for you, and I'm, thank you for your honesty um, <laughs> in these times. So, good, wonderful, lovely. Um, I'm excited to play with that later. Yeah, we can just have it on display in the main sort of shop area. Yeah, even. it's kind of like a, like a fish tank, but for tiny horses. Yeah, there seems, seems to be all sorts of critters that can crop up in it too, so. That's nice. Yeah. Very lovely. Excited. <laughs> Right, okay. Have you seen any ghosts recently? Or, you know, the undead in any of its fine forms? Yeah, creatures, ghouls, phantoms, anything along those lines. Hmm. I don't know, it's been a little slow week. A little bit of a slow week on on the ghost front, I have to say. Um, mm-hmm. I did, however, see a snowman. Okay. And so, you know the snowman, like, <laughs> you know in um, <laughs> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, there's the snowman that's played by Burl Ives. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> and it, he looked a bit like that, like he was sort of like claymation, like puppet, but he's like big. Actually, no. Maybe he was really small, I'm forgetting. <laughs> hmm. Okay. No, I tell you what happened. I tell you what happened. This is why I'm confused. I came in, came into right. the, the front room, and there was a snow globe on the, the desk. And I was like, oh, maybe someone bought a snow globe, like a cursed snow globe. Fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was picking it up, shaking it around, seeing what happened. Um, I accidentally dropped it, basically. And the glass smashed. And from the, from the snow globe, the snowman became huge and was oh. like, mate, you have destroyed my fucking house. 
Oh no. <laughs> I'm trying to think what accent he had. Mace, you've destroyed my house. Don't really know what that is. It's sort of brummy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he was really mad at me because um, I destroyed his glass house. Um, but yeah, he's, well. he told me that he is a snowman that was made by a boy who then was murdered horribly and his spirit oh. then went into the snowman. Oh. But now he's an adult ghost spirit in the snowman. Oh. Um, and someone put him in a snow globe and he thought that that would be horrible because he'd be trapped in a snow globe. But then he decided it was actually quite nice having a sedentary lifestyle in the snow globe and that's why he's so mad that I broke it. Um, yeah, I'd, so, be, I'd be pissed about that too. I'm very into the sedentary lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and so basically, um, if you see him sneaking around it, because I promised him that I was going to make him a new snow globe, I don't fucking right. know how to do that. Um, so if you see him creeping around, don't, <laughs> don't tell him I'm here because okay, I will not have made him a snow globe house. Yeah, yeah okay. I'm out. I'm out. Um, and he's <laughs> called, mm. um, what, what's he called? <laughs> he's called Mary Krongle. <laughs> Good. Yeah, he's Mary called, that, that's what it said on his snow globe. It said Merry Krongle. Um, it's a Christmas themed one, which called, is funny. Is that what he was called when he was alive and a boy? Like, when he was <laughs> yeah. Merry Krongle. And it's just coincidental that he ended up a snowman. No, it happened so long ago when he died as a boy that I don't think he remembered. Um, but I like to think maybe his boy name was... Uh, Jiminy Crumpet. <laughs> like a sort of Dickens. A Dickens type. <laughs> a Dickens type. <laughs> oh. I'm actually quite scared of Mary Krongle, so just... I'll do a drawing of him so that you know when he what comes to in. to look out for. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think you'll miss, miss a large snowman no, that I, looks I've just not. like the one that Burl Ives plays. No, we don't get a lot of them no around here yeah i can't imagine snowmen with the souls of little boys yeah so okay tagline and poster <laughs> are you ready for these taglines i am all right we start off with a real gem believe except lie in believe <laughs> is capitalized i th- does that mean that it should be realistically pronounced be live <laughs> be live be or it's like two separate words and it's beef and lie <laughs> beef <laughs> it does make me think of the beef. whole she believed he lied oh i love those so much Except They're so he, funny. He lied and she beef. <laughs> beef. <laughs> Imagine, like they they didn't want lie to be the tagline. They wanted beef to be the tagline. Yeah, actually, yeah, we've been reading it wrong the whole time. The tagline for this movie is beef. B e v e beef. Beef. <laughs> Lovely. All right, next one. You lie, you die. Um, 
I hate to mansplain their own film, but I don't think that's the premise. No, it's not. Not even remotely. Not even close, actually. Nobody who does a lie in this movie dies. Dies. The people who are lying are actually the least likely to be dying. (laughs) All right. In the sort of same vein, like, a lot of these are about lying, these taglines. Well, because it's, it's cry wolf, like, you know, boy who cried wolf, yeah, all that shenanigans. Yeah, I get it. Right. Nobody believes a liar, even when they're telling the truth. <laughs> like, okay, I guess. Uh, like, eh, I guess. It's not I great. Mean, I'm sure lots of people lie to me, like, regularly. So, and I believe them. And I just believe them. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I choose to believe them. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, my skin looks awful. And they're like, it looks great. And I'm like, and you're like, okay, mm, thanks. thank you. <laughs> I'll take that one. Thanks very much. <laughs> the next one's good. It's high school. Nothing is real. Oh, mate, that's how I made it fucking through high school. Just telling myself <laughs> that every day. Good lord. That's awful. What? That's a really awful tagline. That's a garbage <laughs> tagline. Do you mean you were telling yourself that, like, high school just isn't real? Like, full stop? Like, full blown, like, delusion? Just like, yeah. none of this is real. I'm in a simulation. <laughs> I'm in a simulation. This is how, that's how I got through it. I just played Amazing. it like a fun game. I just like, is high school nothing is real? There's like quite a lot that is real about high school. Like yeah, just exams. Just the premise of it, full stop. Really, yeah, is something that exists. It does. It does. Like I'm trying to think of things about high school that aren't real. <laughs> Friendships, maybe. Oh, I okay. If we want to go down that route, I suppose. But. I do feel like your friendships are sort of real at the time. They're just maybe, like, shallow and you don't stay friends. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, I don't think they're trying to make a political statement of any description. (laughs) No, Um, but it is funny. It is funny. it is a bad tagline. It is a bad tagline. All right, last one. At Westlake High, there's a new game. Avoid suspicion. Manipulate your friends. Eliminate your enemies. Okay, I actually think that's the best one. It is the best one. I like that I've notated it down as avoid suspicious. That's good. Yeah. Avoid suspicious, manipulate your friends, eliminate your enemies. Avoid suspicious, manipulate your friend, eliminate your enemies. I'm trying to make (laughs) it all fit together. It's not working. I'm so tired. Oh my God. I've seen shorter versions of that one too, which is just the sort of like three little just phrases next to each other. Rules. And I yeah. like that. I think it's I think fine. It's good. I think I it's kind of like sense. cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I think it's fine. Yeah, it's very early 2000s. It's good. It's all right. Also, the poster. This, I mean, there's a ton of posters. There's actually nine of them in existence. Yeah, nine different posters. And we went through them. Most of them are pretty shockingly bad. And the only one I like is just the one that's like a close-up of an orange ski mask with the little believe in the eye. eye. It is cool. I like the effect of like the scribbles around the outside. I like the way it looks. I like the way the underscore in Crywolf looks. Yeah. (laughs) 
Oh, that reminds me, I need to have been calling it cry underscore wolf <laughs> this whole time. I kept forgetting to do that. Cry underscore wolf. So yeah, have a look at the posters on Google. It's worth it. Some of them are hilarious, but just yeah. remember which is the one that we liked and make up your own mind on yeah. it. I think it's a good poster. It's like a 10 out of 10 poster. I think it's kind of iconic, to be honest. All right. Let's get into the meat. Let's do so. I guess we might as well. <laughs> meat time. Meat time. We're sneaking out. Do you want to come? Where are we going? What's like tradition? To do what? To play the game. So how do we play? It's a lying game. The object? Avoid suspicion. Manipulate your friends. Eliminate your enemies. Welcome to the meet. This is a 10-minute summary segment in which Bella and I are allotted five minutes each to recall the first or latter half of the movie, respectively. This week, it's Bella's turn to start. And to help us along, we are allowed a handful of bullet points to glance at. Additionally, whilst one of us is summarizing, the other is allowed to say pause, stop the timer, and comment on something slash correct the other person. But before we start that, let me tell you a little about the film and the cast list. So, Cry Wolf is a 2005 slasher movie that is more on the side of thriller than horror at times. It was directed by Jeff Wadlow and co-written by Wadlow and Bo Bowman. It revolves around a parlor game known as Cry Wolf and the rich private school kids that play it. It did better in the box office than I thought it would have, earning $32.5 million worldwide, with a budget of only $1 million. However, it suffered from an overall negative critical reception. Now, the cast list. Let's put some faces to names and names to faces. First up, we've got Julian Morris as Owen, Lindy Booth as Dodger, John Bon Jovi as Rich Walker. <laughs> you can't. You should have left him till last. <laughs> Jared Padalecki as Tom, Jesse Jansen as Randall. Paul James as Lewis, Sandra McCoy as Mercedes, Christy Wu as Regina, Ethan Conn as Graham, and Erica Yates as Becky. So, Bella, are you ready? Oh, no. I don't, honestly, I don't think, yeah, okay, I am. All right, <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so we're having a very grainy nighttime scene in the woods and there's a girl running really fast. And by the way, she's named Becky. She hides behind a tree and thinks she's gotten away with it, but her phone ring gives her away and she's shot in the head to death. <laughs> okay, now we're introduced to some... Wonderful. Yeah, good start. Um, okay, Matter so... of fact delivery we've got today. Thank you. Okay, now we're introduced to some British dude. Um, and he's like, hello... I'm British and I'm going to prep school in America, by the way. So he's the only British character. He's going to a prep boarding school and he's about to enter the building where everyone's having an assembly when a girl who has very ginger hair walks out the front doors and she has very tiny eyebrows. And he's like, who are you? And she goes, I was about to give her a British accent too. My name's Dodger. Yeah, like, like, and then she, like, explains that, yes, after the artful Dodger, because her mother is a Dickens scholar, her name is Dodger after 
the artful dodger is in all right governor that sort of a moment okay i just yeah ridiculous <sighs> name so stupid okay ridiculous he gets to his uh like bedroom and he meets tom who tells him that he just beat off which weird um <laughs> thanks who's his roommate who's from texas um he who later later is like we're breaking out and brings him to a game of cry wolf which is a game that's played by the popular kids of the school in the school's chapel it's hosted by dodger who makes it really fucking dramatic and she doesn't really play but she just kind of like watches everything go down but the deal is she marks the wolf under their clothes with like lipstick so they're the wolf and our british guy is the wolf in this case it's his first game he's the wolf and basically you all have to try and figure out Everyone who isn't the wolf is a sheep and you will have to try and figure out who the wolf is by like questioning each other. And after, and people sort of decide and vote who the wolf is. And if you're voted as the wolf, you have to leave. And so if you're the wolf and you get to the last place, then you win. If like no one, mm-hmm. no one doubts you for a minute, you're good at lying and all this and deceiving people, then you win. Okay, fine. There's also money involved. Shit. Okay. (laughs) Through this, um, we meet... Oh, God. Randall, who's a goth. No. Sexist punk dude. Yeah. Lewis, I don't remember. (laughs) He's just Mercedes' boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Lewis is Mercedes' boyfriend, who is an actor. Mercedes, who... I don't remember what she does. She's just kind of fun and she wears sexy She's clothing. Just sexy. That's her yeah. character trait is sexy. Graham, who's <laughs> annoying, and Regina, <laughs> who is cool and alternative. Now, we yeah. briefly meet his teacher, who is played by John Bon Jovi. And I forget every time I watch this, we're in a computer it's always classroom. A jump scare. <laughs> it's always a jump scare with John Bon. Um, okay. We're in a computer classroom because it's a journalism class, um, which horribly <laughs> dates this because they're all using i. Pause. I was just yeah. I just want some time to like elaborate on just like this computer room. This computer and room and the weird like messaging system that they all have. They're using just yeah. They're using IM. I also did not get that this was supposed to be a journalism class like at all. They talk about it all I'm, the fucking time. I'm, <laughs> missed that completely yeah he's a journalism teacher because he keeps being like oh i need your um why articles. are they studying journalism at prep school that just seems fucking i weird. don't know prep school probably they probably teach them fucking latin or some shit i don't know there's loads of weird shit going on at prep schools that we don't know about but yeah the computer classroom sort of dates it as do like the ibm Laptops, laptops with the red, red mouse. Red, yeah, the little red mouse dot. I miss those. Those are I great don't. little nipple. The little little nipple. They get, used to nipple. give me like finger cramps. Yeah, I was gonna say the amount of times, especially if you're like trying to play a game, which I often was. <laughs> yeah, um, I play, like I used to play Zoo Tycoon and like the ow. Sims and just use it hurt. It fucking hurts. It's a shitty invention. <laughs> right. <sighs> All right. Rest in peace. You can resume. Red keyboard nipple. Okay. Dodger, who has excessively blue eyes, um, announces that she would like to expand the Crywolf game to the rest of the school. Uh, so the group of them, the popular kids, are going to be the wolves, and the rest of the school are the sheep. They're going to do this by creating a false rumor 
a killer, a murderer, the the killer who killed the girl at the beginning of the film. Um, they're going to spread a rumor that they know who it is and is going to strike again. Um, the prank works quickly. The email you have is... one minute left, by the way. Oh, Christ. I oh, know. I'm okay. I might be all right. No, I'm not. Um, the email spreads really, really fast. I mean, everyone is really nervous. They invent his uh, visuals, which is orange ski mask, camo jacket, and a big hunting knife. Um, there's also a really weird scene where Tom and Owen prank Dodger by uh, chucking big blocks of ice into the pool. Um, she fakes being injured, and they fucking Owen has to dive in and save her. And I guess shows that she, uh, she, but she was pranking them. It's and a pointless she's fine. scene. Keep moving. Okay, Jesus. Right. Anyway, now the scares start. First, Owen, who's the British guy I never defined, um, goes back to his dorm and finds Tom really mad because half of the room is trashed, Tom's half, and the other side is completely fine. Ten a, seconds. And there's a bloody tongue stud that belongs to Randall on Owen's laptop. Tom says it's a prank because Regina is really in special effects. Um, we also find out that Randall has not been around. No one knows where he is. Oh my god. All right, I'm, that's time up. So now is my turn. I'm I gotta so pick sorry. Up you left off. That's all right. You're just trying to do details. Yeah, but... I shouldn't have done, though. <laughs> no, I shouldn't have. Not. <laughs> wasted my time. I wasted everyone's time. <laughs> That's maybe too dramatic. <laughs> it was a waste of everyone's time. It's simply just Cry Wolf, after all. Well, you say that like it's not a cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> all right, give me my five. Cue me up. I'm queuing you up. God damn. <laughs> Three, two, one, begin. So yeah, Randall goes to his date that he was supposed to go on. They contact Owen for some fucking reason. So he se- it seems like he really is missing. And when uh, Tom, for some reason, licks his tongue stud, it doesn't taste like corn syrup. So that's a bit weird. And then uh, Owen and Dodger are hanging out in the library, gossiping about their evil little conniving plan and whatnot. And then they think that they see somebody in an orange ski mask. And so they decide to scare said person thinking it's someone playing a prank on them and let the lights go, the automatic lights in the library go dark. And as a person walks towards them, light comes on, then immediately goes off, etc., etc. When they finally come up to them, they go to jump and scare them, but it's just the old lady. And so there was somebody there. The I said the old lady. <laughs> like, the old lady. The one. You know that, the one. The one. The one and only. Anyway, I just really liked that scene, so I wanted it's to good. describe it. I just thought the automatic lights thing was cool. Um, and then Owen, like, stands up Dodger for, like, a date that they were going to go on and writes good for one date on a dollar bill, which means that that dollar bill can no longer be used for said date. And then he goes to investigate Randall some more. This doesn't work out. Randall's still nowhere to be found. Doesn't really get any leads on it. Uh, So then he goes to find Dodger after all and finds her kissing Mr. Walker, a.k.a. John Bon Jovi. Ah! Then the next day in computer class, I'm not calling it journalism class, computer computer class, class. (laughs) uh, Owen's bag topples over and a huge hunting knife with like sort of knuckle dusters on it topples out of his bag. Obviously... His teacher is about to kick off about this and send him to the headmistress, but Owen blackmails him into not doing so because he saw him smooching his student who is a minor. Yes, we assume. All right. 
Yeah, we don't actually know how old they are, but it seems like they're supposed to be, like, 17. Yeah. Anyway, it's now Halloween. Everyone's going to a costume party. Uh, Dodger is dressed up as Lil Bo Peep, of course. Except for Owen, who No, she's not. She's dressed as Little Red Riding Hood. Pause, sorry. That's what I mean. Okay. My bad. Earlier, it's just because her screen name's Bo Peep, so I got confused. I mean, they're all wolf-themed, I guess. Anyway, Owen works part-time as a cleaner. Whilst cleaning, he's attacked by the killer they made up. He thinks it's Tom pranking him, so he gets in Tom's car and he's gonna move it and hide it, also as a prank. But then there's blood on the steering wheel and a killer in the back seat. He gets out, the killer Halfway. comes after him with a knife, and the cops pull up and point their gun at the killer, who is revealed to be Mercedes, who was doing another prank to prove to Tom that killers can be women or whatever the fuck. Dumb. Dumb prank. Dumb idea. Owen is being threatened with being kicked out of school, and they're all forced to stay in school over the weekend as punishment. They all meet in the chapel and reveal some things, uh, and as of yet, everything has been a prank. Even smashing all of Tom's things except for Randall, who is still missing. Graham also isn't there, and neither is Mercedes as she is showering. She calls Lewis, talks dirty in front of everybody, and goes to send him a selfie in the foggy bathroom. When he receives a selfie, he says that someone's standing behind her, and yeah, she gets attacked by the killer. Lewis goes to save her, and Owen calls the police for help. Owen, Regina, and Tom then finally find Randall's body in the little confessional booth in the chapel. It's been there the whole time. And Tom and Regina run to Tom's car, but give Owen 20 minutes to get back to them, which I think is very fair. Owen then goes to look for Dodger. And on his way to find her, he sees Lewis getting attacked and stabbed. So Lewis is down now. And then Owen goes to Mr. Walker's room to hide, where he then gets a call from Dodger saying she's on his way to him. And that there's like a key or something in a drawer. And when he opens the drawer, he doesn't find a key. He finds a gun. And he also finds a ski mask and a camo jacket. So it's not looking great for Mr. Walker, is it? And he wa- watches her walk seconds. towards the building. And then the killer comes up behind her and stabs her. So she's done and then mr walker arrives and they have a scuffle which ends with owen shooting mr walker in the chest because he thinks well he realizes that he's the killer the The police arrive and then dodger opens the door followed by tom and regina it was all a prank and i'm gonna wrap it up after the 10 seconds that's that's fine yeah it's all just been a big huge prank and it was like Various Randall attacked Mercedes Lewis and Randall was playing dead and Tom attacked Dodger. They should all go to jail, really, but you know. Yeah, because they forced Owen into a murder. Poor Owen. Yeah, everyone's let off though, because after further investigation, it turns out that Mr. Walker was in fact involved with the dead girl Becky and his gun matches the one that killed her. So technically Owen's a hero. He saved the day. Dodger then visits Owen at the police station and Owen says... Owen realises that Dodger, if she'd known that Mr. Walker had been cheating on her, she wouldn't have just been playing like a silly game. She would have gotten him back. AKA, she wanted all of this to happen. She knew that Owen would end up shooting him. She showed him where the gun was. She planted the evidence and she killed Becky. And she just says, Owen, even if that were true, 
who would believe you bum, the end bum, bum. <laughs> well there you go all right Shall we get into some good, the bad, and the yeah, glory? Yeah, I think I think that would be good. I think that would be a good idea. I feel like lightheaded. I know, but I'm sorry. I, I gave you more work. Is what happened there. Oh well, that's fine. Right? Do you want right. to give me a good point? Um. Yeah. I mean, this is kind of an overall statement, but it just is kind of endlessly fun to me. It feels well-paced. It's pretty short as it goes. Yeah. It wraps up real nicely. Like, all the plot points are satisfying. Yeah, I don't feel like I come away with questions. No, I like it. like that. No. I don't think about it after I've finished watching it, but it is such a fun It's just a good time. To have... You know, like, let's say you got some friends around, you've ordered some pizza. Yeah, it's on very some much that. You're getting on some beers or whatever. Pop on Crywolf, because yeah. it's not, well, it's maybe slightly offensive in sort of an early 2000s <laughs> way. But, you know, it's not, like, horrible in any way. No, and it's nice. The twist, the twist might get you. Yeah. And uh, I also think that it's pretty impressively high production value considering that it had a very small budget yeah a million dollars is not much that he for a like movie. won in some kind of competition yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit in the trivia um, oh yeah but yeah the way this was made is really interesting yeah and yeah the twists are just i think the twists are good they are still, it still like, shocks when me I forgot. When it's revealed that it's been all just a huge prank and none of them are really dead. And he's but done an accidental killing. That's so good. It's and then really you get good. Another twist, which I don't think is as good, but it's still, it's still fun. good. Yeah, I forgot. Because I, 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 we were watching, I've seen this film twice before. We rewatched it for this. Yeah. And I forgot basically the entire ending. And yeah. I was shocked every time. And when I was like, like, I was like, oh, wow, it must be Mr. Walker who killed that girl at the beginning. And then we figure out dodged it. I was like, oh, my God. Good. It's a real good, like, one, two punch. It's like, pretty okay, fun. It's, it's a, a good a time. Oh, kind of wasn't all a prank. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> like, that's pretty good. It's good twists. Good twists. Satisfying. Um, I also. Very satisfying. Yeah. I'm a personal big fan of, like, game themed horror films like a fun concept that's like game themed that's like, so well, like it gives it a strong backbone to build around it's a good structure yeah because how far can you go wrong with it then once you just have made up a game and put rules to it and yeah. then you just have to make a plot around that but it gives you a very like sturdy thing <laughs> i'm just thinking about good game horror films so you've got would you rather Obviously. All of the Saw films, really. I mean, that's the classic. Would you like to play a game? Ready or not. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, some, there's mm. some stuff. I think it's always fun. Okay, right. You give yeah. me a good point. I thought the needle drops were fun. Like, they're not necessarily well-known songs, but give it that real, like, fun teen slasher energy. Yeah. Um, And needle drops are just something I really miss, like, regarding this era of horror yeah. and genre of horror. Like early 2000s and like late 90s horror movies were just very keen on just giving you some good needle and like a whole song yeah you get a full song and i really love it and this one had like shoot your gun by the 2220s and 
like eating glass by block party and stuff and yeah good time. i enjoyed it it just gives it a good like a love a good like song with like lyrics yeah it's very american it's very 2005 it gives me a real like hit of nostalgia which i really like makes you think of supernatural yeah Um, and I think it's technically a good slasher, even though technically only two people die. Like, you don't know You that, don't know though. that, so, so you think that loads of people have been slashed up with a big knife. It's a slasher until the end. Yeah, but that's fun. I think that's a fun, a fun surprise. It's not that gory, though. No, because it is a PG-13. And I think yeah. if we're going to move... Let's move into the bad. Okay, yeah, that's it fine. It being a PG-13 and the PG-13 does not cut is the most me. commonly available. I have seen the unrated cut at some point, but this was not the version that we watched. We no. watched the PG-13 one. And I just wish it was a little a little nastier and... Uh, that they hadn't like changed the dialogue. To yeah, be, like, I was just gonna say that it's just the dialogue is weird. Really it's strange. Kind of, yeah, that it's super PG thirteen. In the unrated version, they're like, "Oh yeah, you're just jealous because the only thing Mercedes blows is the football team." But in the PG thirteen version, they change it to, "You're just jealous because the only thing Mercedes blows is her hair." <laughs> like all the stuff that they try and correct no longer like really makes sense. And it's, yeah, or it's the same inference. It would have been better just staying as an R. I yeah, don't really know I think why so too. It annoys me to make it a PG thirteen at all. That's no, because I don't confusing. know that it would. I can't think that it would really even appeal to like 12, 13 year olds. No, I think it's definitely would have been better being gorier and trying be to be like get a more like a fifteen. Crowd. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Uh, the acting is pretty stiff, but that's not really a huge complaint. <laughs> I mean, no, it sort of goes I mean... hand in hand with another one of my bad points, which is I don't really think any of the characters are sort of remotely memorable no. that interesting but they work in regards to the sort of cliche teen movie and they're all kind of stereotypes and it frankly doesn't really need to be that deep yeah it's sort of just like they do what they're supposed to and don't it's they, fine really? yeah they, they fulfill a role of like you have one who's like a kind of an asshole who's like always dating yeah. a minor for some you reason pretty, <laughs> you got a pretty cheerleader and a jock yeah, and, and a jock a and, a, and yeah you got them all yeah. um and so, a british guy <laughs> and a british british yeah so you know yeah. they fulfill the roles that they're set out i also love jared padalecki i don't even care yeah. that i don't necessarily <laughs> think that he's got great acting chops <laughs> no because as far as i can tell I he just... kind of just plays the same character and everything but I do enjoy it. I did enjoy this era of like horror that he was sort of in, like the Friday 13th remake. And, and um, House of Wax. Wax, yeah. When you think Just about fun. all of those, that's the same man. Those are the same character. And they're all Sam <laughs> from Supernatural. <laughs> yeah. It's starting Ooh, to add that up. Was a, that was a particularly like witchy laugh that I just did. <laughs> Went in like yeah, an arc. Like a, a Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Which it's good. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. Use that as a sample. <laughs> uh, I tell you a bad thing about this film. Yeah, Dodge's eyebrows. Yeah, those them overplucked two thousands eyebrows. They're so small. They are so small. So many of us are still recovering from this. <laughs> so small. So tiny. Um, another negative bit weird that the whole crux is about Bon Jovi fucking a minor, but, you know. 
Like, just think that's a bit odd. Like, this this movie feels like it would have been better being a college movie than a movie about prep school. Like, why make it about a prep school? Like, why not just have them be in college? Be in, like, uni. Because you have to live at a uni anyways. You live on campus in America. Yeah, and have, that like, would have actually worked better. Yeah, and have a... You have, like, a dorm mate. Yeah, dorm it's the same thing. Person. What 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 are they called? Roommate. Room dorm mate. <laughs> Come on now. Bunk buddy, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So like it would have been the exact same movie, except it just would have been like I don't know. Better. A bit less, less weird. Creepy. And Yeah. I think that it probably would have vibed a little bit better, especially as like you know that like moms out there are thirst watching Bon, bon Jovi, Jovi in this. And he's like yeah, fucking multiple minors in this movie, and I'm like, it's that's not great. That's not good, John Bon. <laughs> okay, I'm looking up what other movies John Bon Jovi has been in because if this is his only film, I'm gonna be really confused. <laughs> I, it can't be. No, surely not. Surely he's had a little acting moment. I think he must have done. Oh, yeah, he's not in a lot, admittedly. Very strange. Um, he's in a film from 2018 named Porndemic. So, take from that what you will. Okay. I will be looking into that later. And Not he's also in... thirst purposes, but just... No, just out of curiosity. curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's also in a film from 2002 called Vampires Los Muertos. Okay. So he's been in a lot of bad movies. Yeah, is what I'm not from this. stuff that I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more bad point before we before we move on. Uh, please, yes. Is it half of Dodger's motivation is just because her dad is a janitor and her mom is an English teacher, which she just thinks is just so embarrassing. Yeah, so embarrassing that she has to like lie about it, and she's like, I have, I. I'm not here because my parents are paying. Her, like, I have a scholarship. Complex. And like, she's embarrassed about having a scholarship. I'm like, I would if I got a scholarship <laughs> to go to like a private school, I'd be bragging. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm smart as hell. Look at I'm me. I'm smart and poor and very cool and relatable <laughs> to the people of the town. Like, I don't know what exactly. her problem is. I don't know. That's what I would Being be like. Being embarrassed of your parents like that is mean, It's mean. They're, try- they're just trying to do a, a good job. Yeah. Sad. Fucking dodger. Fucking dodger and you stupid blue, real blue eyes. Like, really blue. <laughs> Absurd. Aggressive. Aggressively blue. blue. Yeah. Okay. All right. Gory. Death toll. It rings for all of us, and in this movie, it rang for two people. Becky, shot by Dodger in a jealous rage. Mr. Walker, aka Rich, aka John Bon Jovi, shot by Owen as part of Dodger's revenge. What was your favourite kill? I mean, obviously it's got to be... There's not a lot to choose from, and one of them is... Mr. Walker, really? Yeah, it kind of has to be. Um, so, just because of the twist, yeah, like that comes along with it. It's not particularly gory, but it's just good, and I liked seeing John Bon Jovi die on screen. It was funny. <laughs> Sorry, John. Yeah. It was just a bit shocking. Like you're like, oh, right. you're like, oh, beans. That's no good. I just oh, mostly beans. felt bad for Owen. He didn't deserve any of this. 
if we're talking about like the fake deaths yes because obviously there's a load of like fake deaths so you have randall who was sliced up and put in the confessional then you have mercedes who is stabbed in like the showers i guess then you have yeah. Lewis, who was stat- like dragged away on the stairs and gutted, according to the story yeah. that they came up with. And Dodger, mm-hmm. who was stabbed, stabbed outside the, the door. Yeah, stabbed in the back. Yeah. And then the other, Tom and Regina are fine, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, because they're in the car. Yeah, okay. Um, I, yeah, out of those, Mercedes is probably my favourite. Uh, she gets a lot of, like, kill time. Out of those, my favourite is Randall, because he sucks. Oh, that's justified, actually. Randall is the worst. Right, good. Are you ready for some trivia and goofs? Trivia and goofs? Wow, all in one go. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Right, so this was Jeff Wadlow's uh, feature debut. He got the chance to make it after winning a million dollars at the 2002 Chrysler Million Dollar Film Festival, which I actually think makes me like this movie more. That yeah. it was just like a guy who really wanted to make a movie. He won a million dollars and he made his movie. Yeah. And I just think, and it made quite a lot of money and it, you know, people know about yeah, it. Yeah, that's still. like a good, that's a really high turnaround when you think yeah, about I it. Yeah, I think that that's, I just think that's really cool. Like, and I'm happy for him. And you know what, Mr. Wadlow, I like your feature debut and I'm glad you got the million dollars <laughs> to make it. I've seen this movie like, and I love it every time. So, yeah. And yeah, it was originally um, an R-rated film, and it was trimmed down to a PG-13. And then there is an uncut version out there, which we've already gone through. Yes. And then America Online helped to publicize the film by launching an alternate reality game for AIM users by sending instant messages to each other, which ran for the duration of the film's promotion. The game itself is similar to Mafia, replacing townspeople and Mafia with sheep and wolves, Um, which is really cool. I liked when movie promotion was like on that sort of level. It doesn't (laughs) happen so much now where there's like online games and weird one-off websites that you can go to that have like interactive, loads of interactive stuff. Like you go through a spooky little house i miss that shit like that was so fun do you remember like the doritos halloween oh that was fucking scary what was that called i'm gonna have to look that up i don't know but there was just lot i know that wasn't actually film promotion or anything but i just kind of promotion in general lots of sort of gimmicky stuff like that and the only thing that's sort of measured up in recent memory is all the fear street stuff with all the pop-ups and the fake rental stores for fear street oh see that is really fun sick i saw quite a cool one um for haunting of bly manor where they put an animatronic ghost in a big fountain in the middle of new york of the faceless lady and she like rises up from the water with all this fog I think that's fun I just as fuck. I feel like they used to do it all the time, even with movies that weren't going to make like a lot of money. Yeah, or... they just used to do loads of fun shit. Yeah, I think promotion just used to be a lot more fun. I know. I feel really. like I'm going to do a big deep dive on um, like my favorite guerrilla marketing schemes. Yes, because it's I really like one like of my the favorite one things. For Your next, where they kept putting the your next like axe 
creatures, you know, with the masks, yeah. the, the killers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Onto regular posters. So it'd be like an Adam Sandler movie. Oh. And they would kind of like pop the little guy in with Paste an axe it like he's going to kill. That's so cool. Uh, Adam Sandler. That was quite fun. Uh, you have, I'm potentially misremembering exactly how they looked, but that was the gist of it. I'm also going to tell you some goofs. Please. Because we don't have much trivia for this movie. So we've got two goofs. In Owen's dorm room, his nightstand constantly changes from having a clock on it to having a lamp on it and back again. Also, the type of bed changes from shot to shot. Sometimes it is a single bed and other times it is a bunk bed. And I thought this (laughs) when watching it. Like, I swear this was a bunk bed earlier, earlier. and now it's not. Yeah, and then we shoot, yeah, we, we shoot back to his. Why would they change the his bed? <laughs> I don't know. And then just another one. When Owen is standing over Mr. Walker's body, he is wearing a tie, but when it switches back to a close up of Owen, the tie is gone. <laughs> so Amazing. I don't know how that happened. Where, 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 yeah, because again, it's one of those things where you'd have to make a conscious decision to take his. Yeah tie off all right it's time for ask the public in which i read a handful of deranged reviews from imdb and amazon and i sprinkle in some youtube comments at the end for good measure all right (laughs) are you ready oh my god i'm afraid but thrilled (laughs) right is why it is by Corey is what it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean. Oh, Corey. You're Corey, right, Corey. Corey. And then this next is one it is, is the it? most the most British review ever. Oh, please. Good. Decent by John. All right. Like, nothing special. <laughs> Decent. 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 <laughs> Love that. It's, he's not wrong. It's decent, at least. <laughs> Crywolf by Karen. This movie was suspenseful. Loved it. Plus, I added it to my Bon Jovi collection. No! Oh my god, this is what I mean. <laughs> There's so many people who are thirsting after Bon Jovi. Stop. Oh yeah, this gets worse too. No! Oh no! Some... <laughs> oh god. Um, this is... This is a good one. Director needs to be in jail for zero movie by Big Critic. <laughs> dumb boring jeep, dumb boring a D O yes dumb. It's like half huh key keyboard smash. This review. I'm gonna overall. They think it's dumb. Dumb boring g g dumb boring a D O yes dumb. Good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> love love that. Thank you, big critic, for your input. One horror movie more by Ivor. I didn't like. <laughs> <laughs> right, Who's the next the one's defeat? fucking... The next one is actually deranged. Oh my god. Total fan of Jared Padalecki by Sam Winchester. Oh no. Got to love watching myself on the screen. No. <laughs> Please. Is that... Surely not. 
So Sam Winchester is a big fan of Jared Padalecki, apparently, and he loves seeing himself, himself on, on the screen. screen. That's very confusing. <laughs> I don't even want to question which wall it is that they're breaking. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't even the think it's the one. fourth wall. It's another one somewhere. <laughs> wow. Well. Five stars by Berry. Must have for John fans. This won a Christmas present some years ago. <laughs> John fans. John fans, just John. It's for, just for John. John fans. It's really disturbing when people just call celebrities just like by their, their first name. name. Like, there's so <laughs> many that you just simply cannot do that because it, you have to have their foot. <laughs> like, all of them. Like, when people Pretty call. Pretty much all of them. Leonardo DiCaprio, they're like Leo. I don't fucking know him that well. Stop Imagine it. Imagine they just called him Leonardo. Leonardo. <laughs> oh, Leonardo's in this. Oh my god. Or like Brad Pitt. Brad's Brad. in this. Oh, Brad's in this. <laughs> Brad. I, I do actually, like, every time I watch something with Harrison Ford in it, I like to go, oh, Harry's in this one, because I just think it's funny. <laughs> I mean, it is funny, but it's sort of, like, demented the time- to hear. The time frame in which I went, I watched so many movies that accidentally had Gary Oldman in them. And I'd be like, oh, Gary's in this one. Gary. Fuck's sake. Gary. Right. All right. We got another five stars, this time by Rose. Good old Jovi flick. If you want to JBJ do more than sing. What? <laughs> I guess it, she means if you want to watch JBJ, JBJ. do more than sing. Baby J. <laughs> JBJ. Okay. Cry by Joe. I am the one who is going to cry and not cry wolf because this is the third time I've reviewed it and there will not be a fourth. It was good but stupid. Why has he reviewed it so many times then? <laughs> there will not be a fourth though. This is the last time. <laughs> the last straw. I'm letting my, my cry wolf addiction go. I, okay, the thing that's I'm that I'm curious about in this particular situation is: Does he think that every time you watch a movie, you have to review it? <laughs> yes, because no one's making him review it. In fact, no people are probably begging him to stop. It seems like <laughs> it's for the best that he doesn't do it for time. People are We're very all happy strange. About that. Yeah, I'm happy he's moved on cried at the end by donovan (laughs) not for jbj this movie sucks really bad watch if you dare i found myself banging my head against the wall i watched days or our lives with my girlfriend and they had a killer marlena they killed but didn't really kill watch it for yourself lame really bad should not have put this out (laughs) why is it i'm so lost by the train of thought i like some of these people's reviews that are just a stream of consciousness yeah like this is just what's going on in their brain actively why did they say cried at the end (laughs) did they (laughs) i don't understand unfortunately i didn't get that many youtube comments because literally 99 percent of them were about sam winchester um so it was hard my life (laughs) (laughs) all right let's do it 
I remember hearing two amazing songs from this movie, Edema Planets and From Autumn to Ashes Inappropriate. I was small that time, so yeah, I couldn't see it. My mom and dad had gone to see it in theater. I finally saw it after 10 years, managed to get a copy from my local movie library. Amazing movie. I know it's old school because of the dated technology they used, especially computers. Oh, I like how they think that computers... Uh, like overall outdated <laughs> computers yeah, as a whole we don't use we, we don't, don't use, use them anymore. anymore get that shit out of here <laughs> but they also got this from their movie library i just don't know what they're talking which about is an interesting contradiction to their statement about <laughs> how dated this movie is considering they went and got the dvd <laughs> from their movie library yeah. Which I don't think I've done since I was maybe eight. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, who am I to judge? Tom in this movie is Bon Jovi. No, he's not. <laughs> he's not. Easy answer <laughs> but to that. That would be funny. You're wrong. <laughs> Owen's roommate is just Bon Jovi. <laughs> yeah, he's like a high schooler. Or they think Jared Padalecki is, is Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. <laughs> um Okay, well now I'm having I'm being forced to consider <laughs> What if Supernatural was exactly the same, but except for Jared Padalecki, it was John Bon Jovi? That would be so good. I think it would be really good, and I'm actually going to start lobbying for it outside of JBJ's (laughs) house. I will see you there. I used to see this trailer whenever I watched Unleashed, and I get scared every time I see this trailer since eight years old. Till now I'm 14, and I'm still scared of this movie trailer. What's Unleashed? <laughs> I don't know. When I watch Unleashed. Yeah, but I don't know what Unleashed is. It's something. Unleashed a Something movie. children watch. Unleashed, that... 2005 film. Because that's the same year uh, as Crywolf. Right. Oh, okay, now, see, this is quite interesting. Yeah, <laughs> tell me the lore about Unleashed. Okay, so if we're saying Unleashed, the 2005 film that may have had a trailer on its DVD for Crywolf that also came out in 2005, they're saying they were a child and they were too scared of Crywolf every time they put on the DVD for Unleashed. Yeah, that's the story at hand. Mm-hmm. Good, except for Unleashed is an action crime 18-plus movie. That has what? Morgan Freeman in it. I also don't... If you're 14 now, would you have been 8 in 2005? Like, no, right? <laughs> it depends when the review came out, I guess. It was from last year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then... Okay, then. No. No. Very confused. You wouldn't be. I... I don't understand. So they weren't scared of... Unleashed, which seems to be very violent. A man raises a savage fighting beast and with no human knowledge is used by a gangster for extortion purposes. An accident lands him in the care of a blind pianist who changes his life with music. I love that they're like, it's okay, got Unleashed is in fine. But, but Crywolf is too far. Okay, well, I'm, you know what, I'm not going to question this eight-year-old's <laughs> intentions, so. Well, they're 14 now. <laughs> Maybe they mean Unleashed the Dog movie. <laughs> the film shows the consequences of jest and lie and exploit people more sick. Thanks to all who work in this great movie, your friend from Iraq, Ali. <laughs> I'm really enjoying the phrase this film shows the consequence of jest and lie 
just the phrase, just the word jest, jest is, is funny. really, truly tickling me. I love that jest. it's got a sign off too. I love that it's you got are a sign my friend, off. You are Ali. my friend, Ali. Um, it's, yeah, like an email sign off. Like, a, like an email signature. Fucking love that. Um, you, you, Matt, you skipped this one, but I'm not ready to give okay. up on it. But who takes <laughs> selfie and send without watching it first? I mean, who do? Who, who takes take selfie? Who takes selfie and send without watching it first? I need to know Great who question. did that. Okay, <laughs> continue. All right, my favourite for last. I think they make bull poo about some wolf guy, in brackets, murderer, but then he really shows up. <laughs> they make up some bull poo about some wolf guy. I think they make bull poo about some wolf guy, in brackets, murderer. <laughs> but then he really shows up. <laughs> Alright. Oh. It's time for the scores. Wow. Time to put your critic's hat on. Oh, what yeah. does it look like? Um, ooh. Maybe I'll just go simple and say it's an orange ski mask. Keep in theme. Oh, nice. Love it. Um, I am wearing a thin candle. <laughs> like, you know, one oh, of them. Not the pillar candles, but the other ones. Candlestick? Yeah, no. Well, candlestick is what you put a candle in. And it's oh, just a candle. The skinny ones. Yeah. Skinny candle. That's candles. just a candle. And I held it on my head with my hands for a bit as it was getting hot because it is lit. And once there was a bit of wax melting down, I used that to adhere it to my scalp. Oh, so cool. now I've just got a lit candle on top of my head. Oh, good. No, that's great. Sounds lovely. Yeah. Yeah, I think it looks pretty cool. And it guides me around like i i don't need to use the torch on my phone oh excellent well there you go i mean we do have lights i know you forget what the light switches sometimes um i do but we do have lights. it always moves yeah and well i know but um <laughs> it's usually near a door of some description that's true it's reasonable about yeah. moving around yeah, but no i think i think you've i think you've got a good idea um i like how you've rejected Thanks. the use of flashlights as a whole i don't like having to use the buttons that the candle is just always on what if you move too fast and it has a much softer light i don't i just don't move too fast i just walk very steadily and very slowly <laughs> so that's a satisfying answer yeah just i don't just <laughs> Oh my god, this episode has really so, taken it out of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, how good critically is this movie out of ten? It's not, is the answer. Um, <laughs> and so I'm going to give it a five out of ten. Yeah, I'm giving it a 5.5 5 okay. out of ten. It's just not, it's just not all that, but it's so fun. <laughs> The fact that there was like, you know, they were swapping between a bunk bed and a single bed. (laughs) There was some other serious issues. Um, You know, it is what it is. It is what it is. It's fine. It's not, it's not terrible. No, God, no. I love it. This will come through in what I've given it for personal preference. So despite your critical score, how much do you like it out of 10? Um, I want to give it a like 7.5. I gave it an eight. There you go. Good. It's what it deserves. Yeah. 
I just think it's really fun and I've watched this horror movie more times than most other movies. Yeah. And I just think that it's very, like, it's just always a very soothing background it's watch silly, for me. And it's funny and kind of stupid. It, never as- it doesn't ask too much of me, which no, a lot of films do. No, it asks nothing of me, actually, <laughs> yeah. which is very nice. <laughs> Literally nothing. Just go brain I don't have to really dead engage. whilst watching it. Yeah. It's actually pretty it's perfect. good. perfect. I could fall asleep to it. I can stay awake to it. I can consistently pay attention to it. I can also go on my phone during it and I won't miss anything. It's the perfect movie in that regard. Yeah. Short attention span, long attention span. It will work for you. Now, Fear Factor. How generally scary do you find it out of five? It is simply just not scary. So... No, it's not. It's one... (laughs) It gets a one from me too. So what is your score out of 25? So I gave it a five, a 7.5, so that's 12 and a half. 13.5. Okay, mine's a 14.5, so together that makes 27? No, 28. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, our total score out of 50 is 28. So let's look at the score breakdown. Okay, it just gets placed somewhere in the shop. It very nearly got fed to the monster. It's close. Means it's a close call. I'm putting it on the shelf closest to the monster, just in case the monster gets really ravenous and we have to resort to feeding it something. Yeah, but it's it stays up here for now. So Yeah, just until we can hear... Ice. You hear the monster's stomach grumbling from all the way up here. <laughs> exactly. Okay, lovely. Go pop it yeah, over. So it looks looks good over there. I think I think it works. Perfect. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you, but I quite fancy a game of Crywolf now. Time to pop into the supply closet and gate crash a random pre-pandemic party. And ruin some friendships. <laughs> and eliminate our enemies. <laughs> I feel confident that we have the upper hand after watching that. Oh, do you want to come too? Sorry, no mortals in the supply closet. Yeah, we tried that before and, well... My husband isn't a head in a jar for no reason. So, unless you want to end up like him, I'd suggest you tootle along. Don't act huffy. I know you'll be back. And we'll always be here, creeping around the Gorporium. go i just want to thank you for listening and supporting the gorporium it means a lot to us and of course a huge thank you to our editor and night manager beck gray our executive producer and head in a jar brendan hill and our dad tyler massey for our theme song you can find us weekly music podcast at wmscp and if you listen to us on apple podcasts and you like what you hear giving us a star rating or review is always very appreciated and if you want to follow us on social media we are at gorporium on twitter See you next time at the Gorporium.